With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hey, welcome to Fox Sports Saturday. I'm Alex Curry here with Monty Bolaños. Thank you for spending your Saturday afternoon with Monty and me. Happy yes. Christmas weekend. Yes, Christmas Eve Eve. Christmas Eve Eve. I f- but like, let's be honest. I feel like everyone's been off since Wednesday, except anyone who works in sports. Yeah. I love it because it means you're doing something right if you're working on the holidays, if you're in sports is what I've always said, because that's when the biggest games happen. You and I are used to this, and I 100% agree with you. We don't have a vacation. We don't no. go through the holidays. You, you work year round. Normal people, I yeah. think they're so annoyed with Christmas being on a Monday because they actually didn't get like a full two weeks. <laughs> like maybe they got off Wednesday. Maybe yeah. some. So I feel like all the other normal people are so mad, and we're like, "What? We, we literally don't have it a break. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I we're, mean, it's happening in the in between anyway. It is like it is. the time between Christmas and New Year's. No one does anything. No. no one knows what time it is. No one knows what day. it I is. I don't know what day it is except that we no. have a show. That's the literally. only time I know. I don't like. I just know two days until you have a show. Yes. Right. Get it together, Curry. Yeah. Get it together. But it's an incredible day in the sports world. We have two NFL games today. Bengals at Steelers starts in about 30 minutes. Bills at Chargers tonight in L.A. Monsi, you're going to be at the I game. I will be there, you know. Who's I mean, going to play for the Chargers? Who's going to coach them? I don't know. Maybe me. Uh, I'm going to volunteer to coach the Chargers tonight. If not, I get to see Josh Allen, right? So. Yeah, 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 you're going to support. I'm going to go support Allen. football. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> yeah, There's yeah, yeah. seven bowl games, 13 NBA games. Your Clippers are currently losing. Yeah, thank you for that one. 14 NHL games and 14 college <laughs> basketball games today. So much happening in sports. I love it. We're broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Yeah, we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance as well. Hey, Flo, Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Now, I just mentioned 
all of the action happening today. So you know we're going to I already have, forgot. It's I, too much. It's too much, except that the Clippers are losing. That's all I got that's from what all you just you, said. That's all you held on to. That's all you care about. It's okay? true. Well, we're going to keep you updated <laughs> on all the football highlights of scores as they happen. We have Rams host Cameron Irwin joining us at the bottom of the hour. The Dodgers are officially the kings of baseball, spending over a billion dollars on two players in a couple of weeks. We're going to talk to one of the voices of the Dodgers, Jose Moda, an hour or two. We have producer Brandon Trufo with us today, Martin White at the news desk and our technical producer Chris Perfett who made us his famous vodka pasta today. I show up. He is cooking <laughs> vodka pasta in the break room as we arrive today. So I, I got to tell you, Chris, I'm very excited to try I'm this. I'm excited to serve this. I I just had to check and made sure the rest of the pasta came out fine for the rest of the crew. But, he did uh, just run in really quickly when we started the show. Is that what you were doing? Listen, I don't, I don't want to burn down the studio my first time serving a Christmas meal to, yes. my, radio, been, to my radio family. I showed up at 1230. He's been cooking since then. Nice. And if you didn't listen last week, right. this comes from DeVito talking about his favorite Food, uh, yeah, his favorite yeah. Italian dishes. Correct. And Chris came out and said he has a famous vodka sauce, and we said prove it, and I, he is proving it's not it today. Be a, I, I know Monsi doesn't like too much spicy, so it's not as spicy as I usually make it. Uh, no no chili vodka, uh, no Calabrian peppers. You but. didn't have to do that for me. I would have I died for a second. Listen, you know we've got, we got a ton of red pepper flakes in the back from every time people <laughs> order pizza, so they can heat it up however they wish. There you go. Exactly. And... I always appreciate this because I'm a gluten freak. I've been gluten free for right. 17 years. I always wholeheartedly appreciate it when someone makes me some gluten free pasta. So thank you. I'm excited. Yes. But you guys, it's officially Christmas weekend. So we're going to have some holiday themes throughout our show, starting with the naughty list and the nice list. Santa's coming to town <laughs> on Monday. So Monsi and I are going to share who we think is on the naughty list and who we think is on the nice list. We'll, we'll start nice. Okay? Start nice? Okay. We'll start right. nice. Okay. And we're each right. going to give two each. Okay. We'll go back and forth. All right. Sounds good. I'm going to start with Tua. Okay. Tua is on the nice list. He has not gotten the respect this season that I believe he deserves, right? And all he's done is show up and show out. Tua leads the league in completion percentage, passing yards, second in passer rating, second in yards per attempt. And even with all of these top statistical numbers, the conversation continues to be, well, it's because of Tyreek Hill or it's because of their great running back, Mosert. And he's sixth on the MVP favorites list conversation. And uh, let's just say this. Last week, two and the Dolphins beat the Jets 30 to nothing. Yep. Tyreek Hill wasn't there. No, he Plus, was the not. Jets have a great defense. The Dolphins ran all over them. Tua deserves more credit than he's getting. And that's the reason he is on my nice list, but also because of how he is handling the situation. And a good example of that was his response at his presser this week. Um, let's just let's just take a listen to it. Everyone wants to make this about me, about Tyreek. Like, please keep pushing it to Tyreek. Make it about Tyreek. I understand that my platform and who I am in this league as a quarterback makes me polarizing, whether I'm the best, whether I'm the worst. Like, <laughs> I could care less. Like, I don't listen to it. This is my bearer of bad news. And Nolan, <laughs> I hate to say that, but that's my bearer of bad news. If if anyone has something bad to say about me. But at the end of the day, like, I, I really don't care. But if she does share it with me, I mean, I keep receipts. We all have a way of how we do things, but all the narratives about it, I am, yeah, sure. I am only good with Tyreek and I, you're right. That is the only time I am at my best. You're right. I'm only good when Jalen's in. I, I, I could care less about it. Like, 
sure. If Jalen and those guys are not, like, I'm only as good as Raheem Mostert allows me to be. That's what the narrative needs to be, and we're able to win games, and we're able to go where we want to go as a team. I am the worst football player, if that's what you want. Like, I don't care. Like, I really don't. Like, that attitude and that perspective... He is on the nice list. Sure. I mean, there's no better way to handle the situation, which is actually just like Brock Purdy is doing it. Not that they're on the same, but, you know, they're giving the credit yeah. to their teammates. They mm-hmm. know they can't do it alone. No. Who are you throwing the ball to? If Tyreek ain't out there running like a cheetah, he gets it. Yeah. I understand. I like that. And you know why I like it? Because I think it's genuine. It's so genuine. Right. And if it Did was Did you fake, watch yeah. his documentary before he got drafted? I did not. Oh, I fell in love with Is that when you fell in love with him? I, yeah. I love a good behind-the-scenes documentary. All right, maybe I'll and take, check really it out got to know him, him his culture his family his love the respect for the game the respect for his teammates and he's a he's a good person yeah i i could see that and i haven't even watched yeah. that so i i'm gonna look forward to it so my first on the nice list is yeah. a little bit twofold and it's it's russell westbrook and the clippers Ooh, ever since okay. james harden came to the clippers there was so much negative talk. Even I said that even i didn't want you there james harden and then you saw some really bad games Westbrook says he take me to the bench. All of a sudden, they have they snap their nine game winning streak. But you see that they're actually having fun. Yeah. You see that they're having a good time. Westbrook sitting on the bench is like jamming to music, cheering for Kawhi, doing a Euro step. Like they're in a good in a good spot and they look good you know so it's like I'm so happy that I was wrong about James Harden coming and it's not that what James Harden was before isn't true he it was not good in Philadelphia yeah all of that is still true it's just it's working right now with the Clippers and I'm so happy to see it it's just it's awesome they look good and they look happy and it's the holidays and I'm just like go that was like a full considering like his attitude when he was on the Lakers right. to like that full 180 he's made on the Clippers being a team player. I mean, that's how you win championships. Everyone has to buy in. Every- Everyone has to like ha- believe that you can do it. And you got to have fun. Right. Like and those three bench, things like need to happen every single time. Even off the bench, he is productive. Yeah. Like you see his impact off the bench still. Yeah. And that's it's just so great. Everyone is clicking. I I listen. They they they're gonna be they're gonna be a problem if they can stay healthy. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be a problem. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm gonna start gloating already. I like it. Okay. <laughs> should we stay on nice or should we move like let's back do and it, let's do naughty a naughty naughty naughty. All right. Aaron Rodgers, you were on my naughty list. <laughs> uh, he was activated off the IR this week so he could continue practicing with the team. But we finally heard Robert Sala say what we always have known, that Rodgers is not going to play this season. So the reason that Rodgers is on my naughty list is because he dragged this out all season, giving the Jets like false hope. When we all knew there was no way that he was coming back Four months after tearing his Achilles on September 11th. That would have been the fastest recovery we've ever seen, especially for a 40-year-old. But he kind of handicapped the team by not letting them go out, get another quarterback. They were holding out their hopes for Rodgers. Every other team who lost their quarterback went out and picked up another quarterback. Vikings with Dobbs. Browns with Flacco. Jets are just kind of a hot mess, and I think Rodgers made it worse by giving them that false hope. Yeah, I mean, the... They should have never listened to Rodgers at the beginning when he was like, I could come back. It should have been like, no. yeah, okay, puppy. No. Uh, we'll talk to you in eight months. Let's go get another quarterback. So no. I agree. <laughs> I got a quick Naughty one. List. I got okay. a quick one. Naughty, Naughty list. list. Zion Williamson. Ooh. And just because he's Ooh. naughty. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, just look it up. 
He's naughty. Alex, don't if you don't know, let's we'll talk about it off air. <laughs> He's naughty. All right. All right. Let's let's go with some nice then. Let's, yeah. let's cleanse our palate here. Okay. Another nice for me on the nice list are the bills. Hmm. They're on my nice list because they stuck together and found the holiday spirit, especially after a disappointing start to the season. Let's revisit what's happened recently, right? November 14th, after week 10, Bills fired their offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey. And at that point, they were 5-5, five and five, had lost four of their last six games, and their playoff hopes looked slim. But since firing Ken Dorsey, they are 3-1. and one. Their last two wins were over the Chiefs and the Cowboys. Big wins. Josh Allen put this team on his back, and they're back in the mix to fight for a playoff spot. They're 8-6, and six, ninth in the AFC with the same 8-6 record as Bengals, Colts, and Texans, who are all above them. But the door is open for the Bills in their remaining schedule. They obviously they they play the Chargers tonight. They should win that. Then next is versus Patriots, should win that. And then at Dolphins, that's going to be a showdown, and that could determine kind of like what happens. But Bills totally. are on my nights. They made it. They've made it interesting. They have one hundred percent. Yes, thank you, Bills. You know who else has made it really interesting, and they're on my nice list. Who? All the backup quarterbacks this season because, oh, my goodness, we've had 107 different quarterbacks starting this year, but yet we have had such exciting, Mm -hmm. whether it's one game from Drew Locke this past week to, you know, uh, Joshua Dobbs for two games to Jake Browning, Tommy DeVito, like the amount of backup quarterbacks that have actually given us fun games when you're like, why would I watch this game? Thank you so much. Thank you for for delivering yeah. when we didn't expect it, giving us some excitement in when we didn't expect it. Yeah. Way to go, backup quarterbacks in the NFL. We appreciate you. I love that. And I love when people get an opportunity. Right. Because you know, it's not often. Like, again, like it, it, backup quarterbacks, you are sitting majority of the season. You're pre- you're like practicing. Like that's when you kind of get your reps. So to see so many different guys take advantage of a rare opportunity that right. they're getting yes. is pretty cool yeah, and, and life-changing for most of them. And it's not just, like, Jake Browning was like, okay, you know, Joe Burrow got hurt for the whole season. But Drew yeah. Locke, it's like you went in for one game yeah. because Geno Smith is hurt and you went out there and you're like, I'm Crush. still the man. Like, so, Crush. just so amazing to see this. Right when you thought the season could even be boring, here we are in a pretty exciting season that we don't know how it's going to go. Yeah. You know, so... You guys go. Backup quarterbacks. Way to go, backup Way to go. QBs. Yeah. All right, we're ending on the naughty list, okay? One more each. One more. One more. Bill Belichick. This has to be the most disappointing <laughs> season of your coaching career. Currently 3-11. and His worst coaching record of his career is 5-11 and when in 2000 with the Patriots and 95 his last season with the Browns. <laughs> no one's denying that he's one of the greatest coaches of our generation, possibly one of the greatest ever. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, (laughs) But nothing is working for the Bills and the Patriots this season. Every report that's been coming out that there's been so much frustration within the team. Robert Kraft is ready to move on. And he's always been known as like a difficult coach to play for. No days off mentality. But when you're winning and you have a guy like Tom Brady that works. But when you're a team that's losing and no one's buying in, you have to adapt and the greatest coaches adapt and it's been very clear that Bill is not adapting or even willing to change his ways he's still one of the best defensive coaches his defense is the only thing keeping this team afloat Um, but he's not adapting he's not adapting on offense he's not giving people 
the opportunity, like reports that he wouldn't let his new offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien, run the offense that he wanted to. So why did you even bring this guy in if you're not going to let him do what he's good at? So it's just. So you're giving you're giving Bill Belichick a lump of coal. Uh, yeah, he's on my naughty list. He's on your naughty list. All right. But I, I mean, <laughs> stop. All right. We are, uh, what, 20, 27, 28 games into the NBA season. So on my naughty list are all of those NBA referees that have ejected players that people come to see. From Giannis Antetokounmpo to Nikola Jokic to Chris Paul. Dude, 30 games in, and we have a list of players that have been ejected in the second quarter. Star players. Star players! Star players that are the reason you're selling tickets and fill in the seats. And the fact that I, it's such as one player I'm mentioning yeah. that it's like constantly happening because somebody said a bad word to you. Get out of here! Get uh, out of here. Y'all, yeah. y'all don't even know how many bad words Alex and I say off air. Come on. Hey, don't throw me under the bus. Okay, like that. just me by myself. I'll say them all. <laughs> I'll say them all. Hey, no problem. Hey. But PG like, come over on. Here. Come on. For yeah. that. Brutal. Not a That's ego. That's ego. Giving you all lumps of coal. Every single one of you that have ejected a star player 28 games into the season. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break here but when we come back. Three regular season games left in the NFL. Who are we hitting the panic button for? You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Saturday with Alex Curry and Monty Bolaños. We are broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios in Los Angeles. And we were just brought uh, vodka sauce pasta directly into the studio that is just a beautiful smelling gift. Thank you, Chris, our uh, technical producer, bringing it in. Um, Yeah, it's officially Christmas weekend. We got gifts everywhere. We got food everywhere. Are you Googling vodka pasta right I now? I just look over at Monty's searching. I, I just what wanted, is vodka pasta? Vodka sauce. So it's so usually you get a good like red sauce. You're going to use a wine base. It, this uses vodka base instead. And it, it's tomatoes and cream. A lot of, lot of onions, a lot of garlic, a lot of Parmesan cheese. It's kind of the the everything sauce, and it is very well-beloved. I love it. I can't wait to try it. I Next break that we get, we will be trying this. All right. Are you ready for this, Monsi? Let's go. We have party. three regular season games left okay. in the NFL season. That's crazy. Right? Okay. <laughs> so are you hitting the panic button on any of these three teams? Okay. They're all 10 and four teams. Eagles, Dolphins, Cowboys. We're going to go through each of them. Okay. Starting with the Eagles. All right. I think everyone knows my stance if you've been listening to our show the last 17 weeks. I am not hitting the panic button. Call me crazy, but here's why. They are still a great team that has great pieces in place, starting with their quarterback, Jalen Hurts. He is a great leader of this team, and Earlier this week, he kind of clarified his post-game comments that he said, I don't think we're all committed. And Thursday, this is what he said. My mind was in a place of, you know, really just trying to challenge myself, you know. And when you think about holistically about uh, the things we want to accomplish and, and everything that we're trying to do, that all runs through me. That all starts with me. And so when I say we, I mean me because I'm the point guard out there. I'm the one that makes everything go. I'm the guy that everyone trusts in to do and set the pace uh, for everything. That's in how I play. That's in my leadership. That's in every aspect of the game that comes with um, the shoes that I walk in. And so this is a challenge to myself. And you challenge yourself and you challenge the people around you. Can I put Jalen Hurts on the nice list? Yep. See? <laughs> it's taking responsibility. I, I'm a I'm a big fan of Jalen Hurts. You yeah. can tell the team respects him. Mm-hmm. You can tell like, even if they're going through a tough time, that's a leader everyone's going to rally behind. And then again, the Eagles have a fairly easy remaining schedule. They okay. Verse Giants yep. should win. Verse Cardinals should win. At Giants should, should win. win. So these should they're in the playoffs already. Sure, right, okay, right, That's right. happening, right? But they're behind the Cowboys right now in the NFC East. They should win these last three games. And honestly, probably a good time to have this losing streak happen because now they can build their confidence back up these last three games before the playoffs. 
Yeah, I mean, I I feel the same way that I have felt all season about the Eagles. The Eagles are not, to me, the best team, but they're a top five, six team in the NFL. They've been the whole season. I just don't think that they have been as dominant as they were last year. But am I panicking if I'm an Eagles fan? No. What What's going to happen? I don't think if they if they don't win the division, I I don't see that happening. But like, let's say what who are they going to face? NFC South that they're going to lose to the NFC South first? No, no, I they're not. They're not. They have an easy last three games, like you mentioned, that they yeah. should win. I'm not panicking. They are who they have been, in my opinion, all season. Mm-hmm. A top five, six team. And they could put it together kind of like you just said when it matters the most, which yep. is right now. So I, I'm not panicking. I, I don't see them not coming out of the first round, if I'm being honest. Okay. You know? Yeah. Dolphins. Dolphins. I'm a little panicky for the Dolphins. They have a tough remaining schedule. Starting Christmas Eve versus the Cowboys, then at Ravens, then versus Bills. Now, I'm a big fan of the Dolphins. It, all of these games could really go either way, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, especially if the Bills keep up this hot streak. Right. And that's their last game of the season. Yeah, that's hard. Um. I mean, we heard McDaniel say that he feels good about Tyreek Hill playing, but he's been listed as questionable all week. So, you know, he's not going to be 100 percent and you need him 100 percent for these last three games. Yeah. So I'm with you. I I, let's just put the panic button near. Yeah. Right. Like Like, I'm not hitting hitting it, it, but I'm like, it's there, right? Could go either way. And it's not just Tyreek. They're all a little bit banged up right like I I, Tyreek is the the one most important because when he's not out there it is a very different offense we saw it happening Devon Achan has not been 100% since he hit the IR and he's back their their O-line banged up Mm -hmm. their tackle Austin Jackson oblique so here's here's where I'm wondering where the Dolphins approach this do you approach cautiously and wait for the playoffs so maybe don't play some of these players like Tyreek like Austin Jackson Teron Teron Armstead has been up and down all season so like I don't know how you approach it the safe way try to keep them healthy for the long run but you have a hard three last games yeah like it's just like I don't know I don't know which approach the Dolphins take yeah and that's why I'm putting the panic button near me yeah but I'm not hitting it yet okay real quick last one Cowboys Cowboys they need I will have the panic button close if they don't win the NFC East Okay, and they have the remaining schedule at Dolphins versus Lions at Commanders. I see them winning at least one of their three last games, but we know (laughs) Cowboys are not good on the road. Three and four, all four of their losses have come on the road, and their playoff record the last 23 years, four wins. They need to get every advantage in the playoffs they can get, and for the Cowboys, that's home games. So here's the That's thing. home games. Are we are we panicking because the Cowboys lost to the Bills? I'm not. We've no. seen them lose all the time to teams no. like that. I'm panicking if they don't get home field advantage. <laughs> really? In the playoffs because they're not a good road team. All right. I, I can see that. I actually think that they should win their... The, the hardest game to me, I know you're mentioning the road, but... You know, it's the end of the season. People are going to put. But go Eagles, Eagles have three easy final games. One hundred percent. They could bump up and they could the win hardest, the NFC East. The hardest game for the Cowboys to me is the Dolphins game. Yeah, they should. They should beat the Lions because yeah. the Lions have also been up and down at the end of the season here, right? Yeah, and they should beat the Commanders on the road. They should. They should. They should. So that's I, what I'm saying. Yeah. Again, I, keep it close. I'm not keeping it as close as I'm keeping it to I, the Dolphins. I, if I'm keeping it real close, if they don't win the, the Cow- NFC East, Cowboys are who they are right uh-huh. now. How All right, prove it to me in the playoffs. <laughs> All right, now let's check in with Martin Weiss and see what's trending. 
Monty, I got bad news for you. Your no. Clippers down 21 <laughs> with uh, five, three minutes left in the second quarter. It happens. Yeah. It's a lot, it's a lot of game yeah. left. Jason Tatum has five threes already. That's great. So let's do another five, Jason. Let's see. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard out with a hip. Uh, you know, also, too, Monty, you got like eight Christmas gifts back here. Santa Claus <laughs> came to the update oh, desk for you. Nap. Well, thank you. Your favorite. Right. Yeah, I was just like, wow. Merry Christmas. What about me? Where are mine? <laughs> right. I mean, that's what I'm thinking, Alex. I'm the one working. <laughs> Uh, college football scores the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Air Force with a 14-7 lead over James Madison. 6-15 left in the third, second quarter there. Uh, Georgia State and Utah State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. I, I love bowl sponsors. Uh, Georgia State with a 21-14 lead. 14 minutes left in the second quarter. Uh, Steelers about to kick off right now. There's a report earlier today from Mike Florio said they're not moving on from Mike Tomlin. They might extend his contract at the end of the season. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence can clear concussion protocol. He'll play against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jaguars are tied atop the first, atop the AFC South with the Colts and the Texans. The Texans will be without C.J. Stroud. He did not clear concussion protocol. Chiefs will be without wide receiver Kadarius Tony and running back Jarek McKinnon. Uh, before people think that he got benched, uh, they, they were didn't practice due to injury. Uh, also ruled out McCole Hardman and tackled Donovan Smith. Raiders in the same game will be without tight end Michael Mayer. New England Patriots downgrade their tight end Hunter Henry to out for tomorrow's game at Denver. Same story with running back Zach Moss for the Indianapolis Colts. He's got a forearm injury. And uh, again, with 145 left in the second quarter, 63 to 44. Boston Celtics over the Los Angeles Clippers. Back to you guys. Uh, thank you, Martin. And nice rubbing the salt in no, the yeah, wound for Monty. Real quick, you know who I just am pressing the panic button on? Who? The Chiefs. Oh. That's the one I am. Yikes. That's the one I think I am. Okay. Now that I think. Not yeah. with my homies. Not with my homies. All right. You're listening to Fox Sports Saturday. I'm Alex Curry here with Monty Bolaños. We are broadcasting live from the Tyrock.com studios in Los Angeles. Let's bring in our first guest of the day. She's one of the hardest working women in the biz, covering everything from volleyball to pickleball to football. And one of her many jobs is the host for the L.A. Rams. Let's welcome Cameron Irwin. Hello, hello. That is quite the intro. Thanks so much, guys. Thrilled to be joining you. Yeah, thanks for joining. Now, okay, Cam, the Rams have been one of the biggest surprises this season. You've been down there, on the field, on the sidelines. What's been the key to their success at the most important time of year right now? Well, I really think it's quite a combination of a few things, considering the fact that this is the Rams rookie class that is the largest in the past 30 years. They have had more snaps than any other rookie class this year in the NFL. So that's one of the biggest elements, not to mention you still have your load-bearing walls from Stafford to Cup to Donald. But then there were also some veteran key pieces that we picked up in free agency that have really been a big difference maker from Akella Witherspoon to Marcus Robinson, Kevin Dotson, uh, John Johnson making his return to LA so it's kind of been a combination of a few different factors and of course when you look at that rookie class like Puka Nakua has just been lights out from the beginning of the season it has just been so fun to watch this team continue to develop as well as fight off a bit of attrition throughout the season so with that Alex mentioned the success happening right now at the start of the season it was a little rough for the Rams, and I even think some people, you know, wrote them off thinking, oh, they're going to tank because they're trying to get Caleb Williams. Obviously not the situation, but realistically, what would be a successful season at this point? Just making the playoffs, getting past the first round, what would be successful? What would be like today, we, we, we did it this season? You know, it's it's always so interesting because 
from a media standpoint, I'm saying if this team makes the playoffs, that is an outstanding year considering yeah. what they were going in with, considering the rookie class, right? We had over 40 new names at training camp <laughs> when you think all the way back to the beginning of the season. However, if you're asking the guys uh, in the locker room what are the goals, it's not just to be making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. These guys definitely are looking to pick up wins, and there's potential in the playoffs. I mean, we could have quite a showdown. I'm hoping there could be a trip off to Detroit because I can only just imagine a Oof. Stafford versus Goff uh. would just be oh so perfect. That's like what football dreams are made of, is it not? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Now you've mentioned the young stars. Yeah. Puka Nakua has been the breakout star in LA. How has he become such an important piece of this offense so quickly? You know, it's not just about his skill set, because when you watch him, you're looking at, one, he has incredible hands. I always think back to the catch he had uh, versus the Colts, where he actually tipped up a ball, chased it downfield about another two to three yards, and then nabbed it for a couple more. Um, he's got great hands. He's got the physicality. I always think it's like he's got sonar for the end zone, because every time he grabs a ball, it's like he turns and somehow manages like an extra three to five yards. Um, but I really think it comes down to his personality, right? And I sat down with him back at training camp and he was just so entertaining so excitable so thrilled to be there and he was like a sponge he was absorbing everything he talked about you know his relationship with Cooper Cup who was kind of in and out at training camp due to some injury and he was just saying how much he was learning and gaining from you know the mentor and mentee relationship between those two and it's just been so fun to watch it come full circle throughout the season um, having Cup back out there on the field you know at, I remember we had conversations like, well, what will it look like? We've got Puka Nakua, you know, going for 100 yards a game. And when Cooper Cup gets back out there, like, how is this going to look? And, man, it is just right now we are jam-packed with receivers that are just so dangerous from Tutu Atwell, Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua. Um, you know, you've got them all firing on all cylinders. Demarcus Robinson is also just unimaginable at this point in the season. So, again, such a fun brand of football between all of them. With Puka Nakua, were you there or did you see when somebody told him that LeBron James tweeted about him? Because it really upset me that LeBron did not tag him, that he just put Puka. <laughs> and so were you? did you hear about that? Like, how? who told him? He didn't know. No. Social media didn't tell him. Uh, you know, it's so funny. I imagine there's been so many moments for Puka like that throughout this season where all of a sudden his name's getting popped up at different moments. And actually the perfect example was with Showtime, Shohei Otani mm. this past week, right? Mm. Like seeing on the board that, you know, on the infinity screen that, that Shohei's wearing his jersey <laughs> and it was just, and we actually have a shot of like Puka on the sidelines seeing Shohei wearing the jersey and both <laughs> of them were just like electric. So I think there's been many just like revealing moments for Puka Nakua and he has just stayed so humble, so joyful and just like one of the greatest personalities in the sport right now. I love that. Now that was a fun Thursday night game obviously with the newest star in LA on the sidelines, Shohei Otani. What was the fan reaction with him in Rams house it's hilarious because when we played the commanders on Sunday there were kind of like some murmuring some rumblings like will Shohei show up will he be here yeah and everyone is kind of like standing to see and then with Thursday night coming just around the corner it was incredible to see how many people were just walking around even like field level before the game Shohei showing up there were little murmurings everyone is so excited in LA and rightly so right like they are thrilled that he is staying in the city of Los Angeles Mm -hmm. Um, but there's no doubt like anybody from 
um, you know, security guards chatting to cameramen chatting to, you know, our entire host uh, and crew set. Like, there were so many people that are just so ecstatic to have him there on the sidelines. It seemed like everyone was trying to clamor to get a photo with him. <laughs> There's no doubt in one of the corners of the end zone. So I know two games left, Giants, then 49ers. And I know that it's take the first game first, then the next game. But the Rams have to be already thinking of their game plan against the 49ers. What would, yeah, what is the game plan? Yeah, you know, it's going to be interesting, too, because of obviously where the 49ers sit. Mm-hmm. Um, are they going to be playing their their full squad? Right. That's the question. Or are yeah. they going to be resting up? And I don't think we'll really have that, that concept until we get into that game. Um, you know, I think for this team right now, as much as you want to look to the 49ers, their main goal and their main objective is the Giants come New Year's Eve, which is an even bigger task considering that you're playing in New York, New Year's Eve, um, it's getting a little dangerous, right? And what we've realized, too, it happened versus the commanders. Like, people are playing for their lives right yeah. now, right? Mm-hmm. And so when teams are playing with nothing to lose, that is a very, very scary thing to have to face. And the commanders had a really nice late push versus us on Sunday night where we got into a little bit of some hot water, some tough territory. And right now I'm a little more concerned about the Giants. And I think when you speak to the rest of the team, as much as you've got the 49ers in your sights, the Giants is their number one task. Okay, now stay with me here because this is a bit of a long setup. But Matthew Stafford, 15-year vet, still at the top of his game. Because in 2012, Calvin Johnson set the NFL single-season record in receiving yards. Stafford was his quarterback. In 2021, Cooper Cup had the second most receiving yards in a single season. Behind Calvin Johnson, Stafford was his quarterback. Now, Puka Nakua needs only 147 yards in his final two games to set the record for most receiving yards by a rookie in NFL history. Do you think Matthew Stafford is getting the respect that he deserves? Alex, it's funny because I think this is a question that is asked more often than not. And I think as it continues to be asked, I think the answer is always going to continue to be, well, of course not. We always have to give Matthew Stafford the love he deserves. We're not just talking about a 15-year NFL vet. We're talking about a guy that came to Los Angeles in his first season in L.A., walked away with a championship. To, to imagine how he put that 21 season together, not having practice with his players for multiple seasons. I mean, that, the 21 season alone was remarkable, but now to see him even in this year and how he's been able to bring his receivers together, how he's married the run game as well as the pass game. I mean, we haven't even mentioned Kyron Williams, who is a top, what, three uh, NFL running back at this exact moment. I mean, this offense has shaped, changed and shaped even from that 21 season, and Matthew Stafford is a huge reason why. I also think, you know, Thursday night there were a couple throws. This might be the best version of Matthew Stafford that we have ever seen in this season. Some of the throws that stand out, I mean, there was one bomb to Cooper Cup where he didn't even have time to set his feet. He didn't even have enough room to finish his throw. It was all just wrist, and I think it was about a 20-plus yard gain, not to mention kind of there were two balls he peeled out to the left outside the pocket to find Demarcus Robinson, where he's creating opportunities with his athletic receivers that I have never seen him do before. I mean, this is some unreal play from Matthew Stafford that is just next level. So that man always deserves more love than he has Mm -hmm. given. There is no doubt about that. I love that so much. Cameron, thank you so much for joining us and have the best Christmas weekend with your family. Thanks so much for having me on, and a happy holiday season to you all as well. Thank you. Thanks. All right, when we come back, the do's and the don'ts in sports. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. 
or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Mason Rudolph in the gun. He empties the set. Pass over the middle. is caught by Pickens. He's on his way. He's at the 40, the 50, the 35, the 40. Here comes George Pickens all the way for a Pittsburgh Steelers touchdown. 86 yards. Nicely done by our technical producer, Chris Perfett. But you just heard Steelers Radio Network. That's right. George Pickens, who's on my bench, who's on Martin Weiss's bench for our fantasy. We're not happy about it. Steelers up on the Bengals. 7-0, six minutes to go in the first quarter. So plenty of game left. Good job, George Pickens. (laughs) Fine. Get in the Christmas spirit. You haven't done that for me all season. Take a deep breath. No one cares about your fantasy I do. I I got a lot of money on it. Okay, then that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. not 20 bucks. That's fair. It's also not Mike Trout money. Not like that, but 20, you know. Uh, okay. You're listening to Fox Sports Saturday. I'm Alex Curry here with Monty Bolaños. We're broadcasting <laughs> live from the Tyrac.com studios in Los Angeles. Thank you for spending your holiday Saturday afternoon with Monty and me. We appreciate it so much. But it is time for one of our favorite segments, the do's and the don'ts this week in sports. Yes. Highlighting the do's. Ooh, I love that. And putting a spotlight on the don'ts. The subject brings me no joy. Don't do that. Are you on crack? It's time for the do's and the don'ts in sports. Yep. We're going to start with one of my favorite do's. Do it. That I have seen on social media. Do promote yourself. The Chargers kicker, Cameron Dicker, made the perfect campaign video asking fans to vote him to the Pro Bowl. Vote for Dicker the kicker. If you have not seen this, go to chargers.com slash vote or any of their social media or pages. Or our social media pages. Our social we media both put pages. It up. This was the Chargers highlight video of the year. It was 
hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. And he was into he it. You know what I mean? Good comedic yes. He was silly. It was it was beautiful. Go I, watch it. I agree. And you gotta and you have to just go for it. Yep. Like if you do something silly and you like half-ass it, it won't work. No. You have to commit, even if you look silly. Yeah. And he looked silly, but it was so funny. It was very, like, very much so I think you should leave. Which yeah. is like a sketch comedy um, yeah. Yeah. show. It like felt very much that. And yeah. I, I loved it. It was great. All right. So this is a big don't. Okay. This is a big, big don't. If you chew tobacco, which, you know, you hear more than uh. you can do that. Um, and you uh, have a spit cup and you're working with somebody, you cannot put that spit cup in a neutral zone. Well, also don't let it look like a coffee cup. That's another like, one. Maybe, maybe a clear bottle maybe a clear so you see. Something. Don't put it in a coffee cup in a neutral zone where your coworker oh. can grab it. That is a huge no. And I don't know. Anyway, poor Avalanche broadcaster yeah, Mark Rykoff accidentally grabbed his partner's tobacco spit cup in the middle of a live broadcast. If you've not seen this video, like, it's funny because it's not you going through it, but it must be off. Like, it's so bad. He has to, I'm sure he's still cleaning his mouth out. Oh, yeah. Right now. I've, yeah. So bad. So, so bad. Wasn't there in, like, the 90s or 2000s an anti-tobacco ad to this very idea? It was like it was like a a guy with a spit cup and a, and a girl next to him in a theater and she Ugh. takes a drink out of it. That's, I don't remember, yeah. but yes, well, there should be. That's gnarly. Yeah, yeah. no, I remember um, one of my friends in college accidentally drank his roommate's entire <gasps> spit cup and full like, <gasps> bomb. Yeah, so that's no. bad. That's bad. Okay, Let's don't do that. I'm gonna do a fun do do do. <laughs> you like that one? No. Do respond <laughs> to fans if it's harmless and funny. Now. I'm not sure when this is from, but it went viral this week. Uh, Fans were yelling at Travis Kelsey, you need to block. And Travis Kelsey doesn't turn around, but instead pulls his pants down, boxers still on, and moons the fans behind him. And then they laugh. And he walks off. Yeah, that's, that's harmless. That is, yeah, that is harmless how you should react. And funny, like yes. I hear you. Yeah, leave me alone. I'm into that. <laughs> I'm with you. Tis the season. Tis the season. So I'm all about giving gifts, right? Like, yeah. I love seeing that Trevor Lawrence and Patrick Mahomes gifted their offensive linemen yeah. golf carts. That was great. Did you see that Josh Allen got an ATV by his tight ends and by his O-line? They gave him an ATV. Sick. I love that. If anyone wants to give me an ATV. I love ATV. I will come. Yes. One of my favorite things. I'm, like, mouth open the whole time. The whole time. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's the best time. Also on CDs, but really bad for CDs. So I get really excited and then I stop. Oh, yeah, and no, then I, I get really excited. No, I yeah. I need to be better. Okay. Josh Allen. 18. One more do. Do share all your Michael Jordan stories if you have them, please. This week, Julian Edelman shared an epic Jordan story. It was in 2015, right before the Patriots were playing the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. He saw Jeter and Jordan at dinner. And the only thing Jordan said to Edelman was, I got a bunch of money on you, kid. Don't F it up. <laughs> also, just like you would expect. Just like you would expect. Michael Jordan. Legendary MJ betting stories out there and obviously wasn't on social media (laughs) ton. So we only hear them if you share them. All right. When we come back, three games left to determine the MVP. Who's it going to be? You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Stop it. Get some help. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi. Checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Welcome back to Fox Sports Saturday. I'm Alex Curry here with Monsi Bolaños. We are broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios in Los Angeles. Tyrac.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Yeah. Now, thank you. We know this is a big weekend. Obviously, so many sports happening today. Holiday, officially Christmas holiday weekends. We really appreciate you spending your Saturday afternoon with us. We have a great hour two lined up. We're going to keep you updated on all the football highlights as they happen. We have two great guests this hour. NBA insider Mark Medina in about 15 minutes. The voice of the Dodgers, Jose Moda, NFL picks. But it's also Christmas weekend. So I'm going to do something <laughs> that I usually hate but i'm gonna make monsi open her gift in front of me right now her face is pure horror you guys that's awkward no so because it's something that i've done since the start of my career and it's meaningful to the show and (laughs) maybe it'll be a tradition that you carry on if it's something that you like watch out because there's a lot of glitter that's gonna come off on that i like glitter yeah and i just You're, you're gonna get glitter Okay, guys. On your computer. This is not planned, everybody. This is not. Her face was just So get just ready like... for the dump button, Chris, in case something comes out of my mouth. <laughs> She's what, literally... glitter? No. No. I'm nervous. Why? I don't... Because you're putting me on the spot here. I... I think you're going to really like it. Everyone's like, what is that crinkling sound? Move it away from the mic a little bit. Ah! Get it close to the mic. This isn't a visual medium. They need to I hear know. it. I know. Okay. So... So throughout my career, I have framed every major moment. Oh my god! And I, I have ch- you have like a in our house we have like a a it's hall so of fame. <laughs> and so I framed Monsi and my presser photo for this show, and got a plaque on it that says Fox Sports Saturday with Alex Curry and Monsi Bolaños. Something special <laughs> that you have your first show. <laughs> 
up in your house oh, to commemorate man. like such a rad moment in your career. Yeah. No, I am. I'm trying to not cry. I, I am crying, but I'm just like trying to not let it stream down my face too much as I have glitter everywhere. Now <laughs> glitter on my face. No, we're good, guys. It's all great. This this was very, very sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I honestly, I'm touched. Thank you. Yeah, That's I, very sweet of I'm you. I'm sorry. Jeff told me, my husband told me not to make you do this. He's like, don't make her do this. Alex, you hate doing that. I was like, but it has to do with the show. And <laughs> yes. it's beautiful. It really is. It really is. Our picture okay, yeah. is really cute. All right. Oh, I have glitter everywhere. I, I don't even care. <laughs> happy Christmas. Oh, happy Christmas, everybody. You. Okay. Oh. Let's get to our next topic. What are you okay? <laughs> okay, guys, we have three more games to determine our NFL MVP. Are you okay? Do I am need... good. No, I, I'll get a tissue in our next break. We're okay. Good. We're good. All right. Go for it. And this weekend, it's huge between the top two favorites, right? Ravens at 49ers, both teams 11 and 3. I'm going to run through real quick the MVP favorite, the odds, according to FanDuel. Brock Purdy minus 200. Lamar Jackson plus 500. Josh Allen plus 800. Dak plus 900. McCaffrey plus 1200. Tua plus 2000. If Brock Purdy and the 49ers win this game, I think you have to give them the MVP. To who? To Brock Purdy. You think Brock Purdy? Brock Purdy. If the 49ers win this game, we've we've done many of segments on this. The disrespect that Brock Purdy gets, right? Obviously, he is on the best team, the most complete team in the NFL. He leads the league in passer rating, passing touchdowns, second in completion percentage, second in passing yards. But I feel like his image from the beginning has been a little tainted because he was, quote, Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft. And his whole NFL career has been all about the coaching, the weapons he plays with. No one is focused on his talent. And he doesn't make very many mistakes. Yeah. I I mean, listen. So I I think he has been the most consistent quarterback uh, this year. And I agree with what you're saying. I don't think he has been judged fairly yeah. since the beginning. Yeah. Because he was Mr. Irrelevant and was put in a position that no one expected him to be put in. Like, it's just, it's not fair, but it is the situation. He has handled it just like Tua, you know, very humbly. And I, I agree with everything you're saying. But in my opinion, I don't see how you don't give the MVP to Christian McCaffrey. And if it's not Christian McCaffrey, it's Tyreek Hill. I don't I don't see how they they have been the most consistent players. It's hard this though, entire it's season. been 11 years I don't since care. a non-quarterback has won MVP Adrian Peterson back in 2012, but yeah, McCaffrey is on pace for his best statistical season of his career. He is having an insane season. And consistently. For the position. Not just one game, two games. It's consistent. It's the same with Tyreek. Like, the whole, well, it hasn't happened, and it's not just you're saying, I know no, that's what everybody's saying. That's a stupid reason to not really look in front of what you have. And it, Brock Purdy would be third for me, to be honest with you. Okay. I would go Kittle. I would Kittle. <laughs> I would go Christian McCaffrey. Tyreek Hill, Brock Purdy. Those would be the order of my MVPs this season. Okay, so no quarterback as your third. I mean, uh, so when we're looking at the odds, second favorite, Lamar Jackson, right? An extremely dynamic quarterback, but he's not in the top five of any of the major quarterback stats. The only thing Lamar leads in for quarterbacks this season is rushing yards. Right. It's 
And he's, he's a great player, but when you're talking about the MVP of the league, I don't think he has the numbers this season to back it. Totally. And, you know, I will give him credit, though. Like, he has improved his passing, yeah. which has always been a question mark. You know, Ken, is he just a running? This year, he has proven that he can adapt and yeah. throw the ball in the pocket and that he can also rush, which is great, and run the ball. I love that. But the big thing with the Ravens is their defense is so huge, too, in yeah. their success. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He doesn't stand out. He stands out, but it's just, it's... He doesn't stand out. You just said he's not in the top... He's not, but he is, like, also, like, a big piece of that team's success. wouldn't you say their success is more team? Like, I would say the 49ers' success is a lot of it goes on Christian McCaffrey and a lot of it goes on Brock Purdy. Which is team. Which is, but... And they have, like, a solid defense, and they have... that's why they're the most complete team. And the they best are the team, most complete team. Best team in the NFL in that sense. Yeah. I, I think maybe it's just, is it is it that Lamar Jackson this year hasn't been flashy? When before, it was he was a bit more flashy with his doesn't run game? He doesn't need to be. They're winning. He doesn't, he doesn't need doesn't to. Doesn't need to be. That's, and give him credit for that. Yes. what he needs to do. That's why, that's why this, this came this weekend. Christmas? Is it the Christmas game? Uh, Ravens 49ers? Yeah, that's going to be that's great. That's going to be, it's going to be great. So, okay. Then we have Josh Allen is, has the third best odds. Okay. Now, I feel like he's benefiting a lot after the way this Bills team kind of turned the season around the last four games. And again, an incredible talent. However, you have to look at the season as a whole. Yeah. Right? And yeah. he hasn't had that same season or numbers that, say, a Brock Purdy mm-hmm. has had, if we're talking about quarterbacks. Because Allen is ninth in passing yards, tied for third in passing touchdown, 11th in passer rating, 29th in interceptions. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I don't I don't think you can give it to Josh give it to Josh even though Josh is 100% the Bills MVP. Yeah, he is 100. the Bills. He is the Bills. He is the, the Bills MVP. Correct. Needing him more than ever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they they can't go on without him. Yeah. That's it's just but you're right. I'm That's with fair. you. I'm with you. And I think the reason he is here now is because of their recent couple of weeks yeah but you saw yourself it didn't start that way it didn't look pretty no didn't look pretty no I think this weekend's game Ravens at 49ers both teams 11 and 3 will if the 49ers pull this off pending the kind of game that Brock Purdy has I think this could and should push him as like a front runner and so do you think if the Ravens win it pushes Lamar no, 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 because he still doesn't lead. Okay, I, I, my biggest thing is like when you look at. No, I'm with he's you. Not right? top I, five in any of the major like I, he just does. Yeah, he's he, like he's great for the team, and this is yeah. where it also comes in. What? How do you determine like most valuable player? Is it most valuable player because of all the stats that they put up, or is it most valuable to their team? Mm-hmm. Is it most valuable to the league? There are so many different. It's not black and white. It's not. There's so many different ways you mm-hmm. can kind of go about it and talk about it and spin it. And is, this was even the conversation. I'm I'm going to go out of the league, but like when Mike Trout and right. Shohei Otani right. both won two MVPs with a team that wasn't even making it to the playoffs right. in baseball. So it's. What is the most valuable player to you? How do you describe value? So, you know, I I think I would change my answer, honestly, every year, depending on what I see. But I think the eye test is a big one. Yeah. And that's, I think, why Shohei and 
Mr. Trout both yeah. won. Mr. Trout. Mr. I think the eye test is a big one. And that's why, to me, Christian McCaffrey, I don't get it. Tyreek Hill, the, the eye test. Like, you can't deny it. You can't deny that they I, stand out. Yeah. By far yeah. in their position. I mean, one, by two, far. Three, four, five. McCaffrey's like fifth in the MVP favorite. Yes. Yeah. No, I know. He Brock should, Purdy I, is the top, as I believe he should be. No. As I, I believe he should he's be. He's having a great season. There's, I just, to me, Christian I, McCaffrey, <laughs> stand, and I've, I've been saying this for Lisa a while, right? Like, passer rating. Lisa League in passing yeah. touchdown. Second in completion percentage. Second in passing yards. Like, Christian McCaffrey, on the best team in the unstoppable. league. Unstoppable. Yeah. No, he. But I've been saying I've been saying this, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I've yeah. said this a, a couple of weeks ago. So it's like I don't want to change my mind now, even though I think Brock you Purdy. Can. But I I have no reason to yeah. because Christian McCaffrey just had three touchdowns last week. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll revisit this after the game next Saturday. Yeah, no, it'll be good. Get, it'll be get, good. Get your thoughts there. We're gonna take a quick break here, <laughs> but when we come back, we have NBA analyst insider Mark Medina joining the show. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Rudolph in the gun. There's jet motion, and Calvin Austin takes it, going right to left. He gets to the end zone for the Pittsburgh Steelers touchdown. Seven yards on the jet sweep right to left for the second-year man out of Memphis, Calvin Austin the third. You just heard it all on the Steelers radio network. They're coming out hot against the Bengals, 14-0. Still plenty of game. It's the the start of the second quarter, essentially. Jake Browning, he's thrown for 80 yards, one interception. Rudolph, Mason Rudolph has thrown for 121 yards and a touchdown so again the year of the backup quarterbacks i love it love to see it you're listening <laughs> to fox sports saturday i'm alex Kerr here with monty bolanos we are broadcasting live from the tyrac.com studios in los angeles and it's time to bring in 
our next guest, who knows, writes, talks all things NBA. You've seen him on CBS Spectrum. You've heard him here on Fox Sports Radio hundreds of times. Let's bring in NBA insider Mark Medina to the show. Yay! Alex Monsa, you're the best. I'm having a, with this Mariah Carey Christmas song, it's just giving me vibes about NBA Christmas Day, five games all day. I love there it. we go. I just started accepting Christmas music into my life two days ago. Just, I was waiting what? for it. I was waiting for it. She's been listening and then I to it, it since, since Thanksgiving. No, I have not. No, I, from I, the world. From the world. Oh, yeah. From it's the world. been haunting my dream yeah. since November 1st. Um, right. But I personally chose to put it on Two days ago. Wow. So yeah, I'm uh I'm welcoming it. We're in the season. I'm excited. But Mark, let's start in LA. The Lakers have not been playing well since winning the season tournament. They're one and five. What's been the biggest issue for the Lakers? Yeah, it's been wild. I'd like to say it's the in season tournament hangover and they're just, you know, <laughs> after cl- being on cloud nine from that huge accomplishment, you know, there's nothing uh that motivates them, but the reality is it's more about the fact that they've been on the road a lot, compressed schedule. They've had some guys in and out of the lineup with different injuries. So it's been this collective storm that um, has come at the wrong moment. Now, I suspect that might change a little bit as far as their energy level for Christmas Day against the Celtics. But the problem is, and I'm sorry, Monse, but as we're in the middle of this, the Celtics are showing the Clippers why they're one of the best teams in the NBA. And the Uh same thing might happen Christmas against the Lakers. Well, since you bring it up, yep. Boston and Clippers, <laughs> let's let's chat about the Clippers for a hot second because I know they're getting their butts kicked right now. I know, I know. They did have nine in a, in a row, though, and they did lose to a good Oklahoma City Thunder. But the Clippers look good, Mark. They look like they are having a good time, which is something as a fan that I haven't seen in a while. Yeah, I mean, look, I was trying to preach patience to you a you while were, ago. You were, you were. buying it, right? I wasn't. <laughs> Uh, Look, I, in fairness to you, Monse, I still have questions about what it means big picture, but you got to celebrate the wins when they can. And Mm -hmm. it is a good sign that, you know, with James Harden being the primary ball maker, there's a lot more ball movement. Russell Westbrook's accepting his bench role. And I think a bigger thing is Kawhi Leonard. um, This is what he looks like, with exception of the past two games, which he's missed with injuries. Mm -hmm. But other than that, He's been healthy. You look, let me read these November-December splits for you. November, 22.5 points a game, 48% from the field, 36% from three. December, 29 points a game, 61% from the field, 50% from three. It's video game-type numbers, and he's taking the same amount of shots. So I think that's the product of they're finally getting the ball in his hands off of good passes as opposed to him going a one-on-one. And everyone else, they're playing better as a team. But, you know, as of now, as we're speaking, struggle against Boston. But I think that has more to do with Kawhi being out and the Celtics being really good. And this is a sign that the Clippers' recent winning streak isn't for real. I think it is for real. Um, and assuming they can stay healthy, I know that's a big if. But they show that, if, at least from X's nose and personality standpoint, they can make this fit work. Kawhi Leonard, when he's on the floor, he looks like the best player. In the NBA. He looks like he could do whatever he wants. He may be doing it all fundamentally, not flashy, but he looks like the most dominant player when he wants to be. Yeah, and Monse, uh, this might be what you've been preaching for a while now, and I know it's the ultimate tease and source of frustration, but we've known this. The problem is he just hasn't been able to be healthy Mm -hmm. on a consistent basis. But I think the thing that should leave you more comfortable, other Clipper fans more comfortable, is that the further he is removed – 
from, you know, his injuries with, you know, the bigger one, the yeah. ACL injury in the 2021 playoffs, coming off the meniscus tear last year in the playoffs, he's going to show that he can be more available. Mm-hmm. And I think the reality is while the Clippers are certainly not blameless of, you know, them being the face of load management and maybe being a little too precautionary, so to speak, when it comes to Kawhi, these injuries have been real. And the reason why he has that out is because, they just know his the fragility of just how his body's been uh, when he's having such a heavy workload. So this is a very good, encouraging side. Knock on wood, we'll see if it can stay up uh, long term. But to your point, there's a reason why they invested so much. He is an amazing basketball player and one of the best in the NBA. So if he and the rest of the Clippers team can stay healthy, do you believe this is the group that can finally take the Clippers to the NBA Finals? Yeah, it's a good question, Monse, and I hate to get on your potentially get on your bad side here, but I think even if they're healthy, I don't think that they w- would win the <laughs> championship or get farther in the plus. But hear me out, has less to do with any issues with the Clippers, just has more to do with the fact that the rest of the Western Conference landscape is just so loaded out there. I think most notably with the defending champs with the Denver Nuggets. And you have some other teams, you know, whether they're – incumbent teams that are veterans that just have to be healthy, like a Lakers, like a Suns, like a Warriors, or young upstart teams that are showing, you know what, you have to take them seriously, like Minnesota, Oklahoma City, Sacramento. But I think if nothing else, the Clippers' best uh, ceiling for them is challenging the Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals and assuming that both sides are relatively healthy. I would give the edge to Denver, but here, look, this is why they play the games. You know, no one's, uh, no team's health is ever guaranteed. So if they just tap into the controllables, they do have a fighting chance to, to finally make this work. All right. So it's been reported that Draymond Green is going to counseling for his unsportsmanlike <laughs> behavior. Do you believe he will actually be changed once he's back from his suspension? Yeah, it's a tough question for me to unravel here because I think that he's not going to fundamentally change who he is. Mm-hmm, right. But I th- I do have some relative optimism that he can change things enough that, you know, it's sad that you're asking as if this is such a favor, but change enough that he's not going to clock someone in the face or exactly. give someone a chokehold so that he's at least available. And that's been the challenge that the Warriors have wrestled with ever since he's been with the team of you don't want to temper the things that make him great in the emotional fire because that's how he plays at his best. But I think clearly this season, this has crossed the line beyond anything that Draymond's ever done in his career with whether it's been yelling at officials or getting into it with teammates. Jordan pull punch, Rudy Gobert chokehold, Joseph Nurkic punch. Like these are things well above and beyond what Draymond's ever done prior to that. So um, there is the danger, I think, that with how the Warriors have talked about him as, you know, and I'm not dismissing mental health or needing any counseling, that, that very well could be a thing. But it's also a danger of using that as a shield for accountability because when I've talked to players in the Warriors organization, the things that the thing that has befuddled them is that, you know, with the team, they think that he's been as fine as he's usually been. It's just when he's on the court, he's had those really bad moments. And because of that, I think it comes down to this. Even with Draymond and his history, he should know better how to draw that line so that he's not doing the obvious things that don't make him available on the court.
I, I think I have an idea. I think we should just put a punching bag at every game that Draymond plays. Like, just on the side. Like, the fans can see well, a so, punching bag. So the Angels have this when you go down um, after, like, if you strike out yeah. in the dugout. Right. When you walk down, they have a giant punching bag that right. they can swing their bat at, that they can punch at. It's, so, it's a great way to get out aggression. Hear me this out. Here's how. You, we put this punching bag in view of the fans, and then we have pictures of the players that they're playing. So if he wants to punch LeBron, we just put a picture of LeBron on the punching bag, and then on the timeout, he can punch it, and then he goes out there, and then he doesn't do it in the actual game. Monster. It's it's the equivalent of the swear jar, it the, sounds like. I, mean, I think this could work is what I'm saying. Let's the move Warriors on. haven't tried it, so no harm in saying if, uh, if just, it yields some success here. We should put it in front of the fans is all I'm saying. So that that could work. How about John ja Morant? John ja Morant is back, Mark. And to have the game winner in a game that didn't look like it was going to start that well for mm-hmm. the Grizzlies. What does that say for Memphis? Well, it says that his integration process is going to be a lot shorter than even I think he anticipated. Yeah. Uh, I think initially it was minutes restriction. You're going to have some conditioning issues. But I think... They're so far behind in the standings, yeah. like they're third to last, that it's really hard for me to imagine that they can suddenly climb up enough that not only are they a serious contender, but that they can even make the playoffs. Now, again, yeah. like, heaven forbid injuries happen to other teams, but, you know, look, they're 8-19. and The only teams that are worse than them are Portland and San Antonio, and they are just hellaciously bad, right? So mm-hmm. they have a lot of ground to make up. And the West is loaded that I don't think that uh, that they can, you know, make up enough ground here. But at least it's good momentum for next season when, you know, he won't be missing the first 25 games and they can build off of everything from this season. Mark, thank you so much for joining us. I know you're about to be on TV, so have an amazing show and a fun holiday Christmas weekend. Yes, Mark, thank you. See you in the Happy holidays to you. You are the best. Yes, uh, thank you. Love it. Thank you. Now let's check in with Martin Weiss and see what's trending. Uh, what's trending right now is the Steelers' offense. All right, they got 21 points right now, leading the Bengals 21 to nothing. But this is the first half. This is the most points scored in the first half by the Steelers since Ben Roethlisberger was playing for them. I just saw that on Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it these days. But that's impressive. Mason Rudolph getting his first start since 2021. Uh, college football, we got one game at halftime, one game in the third quarter. Let's start with the game in the third quarter. Seth Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Air Force with a 21 to 14 lead over James Madison. Nine minutes left in the third quarter there. Uh, at the half, Georgia State has a 31-14 to lead over Utah State in the Idaho Famous Potato Bowl. Uh, in the NFL right now, the second leg of this doubleheader will be the Bills and the Chargers in SoFi Stadium. Monty will be there. You know who else will be there? Leonard Fournette, activated off the practice squad. Uh, he'll be backing up James Cook. Jack- Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence, he's cleared concussion protocol. He'll play against the Buccaneers. The Jaguars tied atop the AFC South with the Colts and the Texans. Texans will be without quarterback C.J. Stroud for a second consecutive week as uh, he recovers from his concussion. Chiefs will be without wide receiver Kadarius Tony and running back Jarek McKinnon. Wide receiver McCall Hardman and tackle Donovan Smith against the Raiders on Christmas Day. And the Raiders will be out uh, without, rather, uh, tight end Michael Mayer. 
Titans quarterback Will Levis unlikely to start against the Seahawks on Sunday. Ryan Tannehill will make his first start since he got benched in week six. And Eagles wide receiver Devontae Smith will be full go against the Giants on Monday night. No injury designation for him. They'll be without linebackers Zach Cunningham, cornerback Avante Maddox, and cornerback Derry Slang. In the NBA, Monty, cover your ears. 115-91, to the Boston Celtics lead the Los Angeles Clippers. 7.48 left in the fourth quarter. Please, no. That's pretty much what Ty Lue has been saying at timeouts. I'm Uh, sure. Back to you guys. Thank you, Martin. You're listening to Fox Sports Saturday. I'm Alex Curry here with Monty Bolaños. We are broadcasting live from the Tyrock.com studios in Los Angeles. And as we said, we have a jam-packed show today. We have one more guest for you. He was one of my first baseball mentors and my former TV partner at the Angels. He is now one of the voices for your LA Dodgers and MLB Network on-air personality. So please, let's give a warm welcome to Jose Moda. Jose! Hey, see what's up? It's been a long time. I so know. I hear, I hear the word mentor there. That just uh, makes me sound way too old. No. <laughs> it means you were, uh, I don't think mentor is old. I had one in each sport, and you were like, if I had any questions, it was like, Jose, what is a player thinking in this spot? What are they thinking when they go here? Like, I picked your brain for everything. When I say mentor, and you took me under your wing, and you were so awesome always. And we did yoga a lot. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Including the uh, crossing those dangerous uh, streets of San Francisco one there. Remember that? Oh, yeah. That, we were on the road and traveled together. <laughs> to get, now, to get to uh, class on time, yeah. Yeah, no, that was dangerous. All right. <laughs> Jose, the Dodgers are officially the kings of baseball with this offseason that they just had. How did they pull off getting two of the biggest stars on the market? Uh, there's no secret to anybody that um, this organization is never satisfied. And uh, the last two Octobers, Alex honestly left a really bad taste in their mouths mm-hmm. as to, okay, we win 111 games, we win 100 games, and then comes one series in October and you're done. And you're done because you had no pitching. And the previous year is because your hitting went south, even with big names. This October, the pitching was not good, and then the uh, the hitting was not good, especially for you know the top two guys. But you know it takes more than two guys for you to produce. But when the spot comes up in the playoffs and you're facing premier pitching, you got to ask have your big guys produce, and it didn't happen. So the other answer to that, Alex, is the fact that um, there's deep pockets. There's no doubt about it. But I will cautiously say that you know we've seen a lot of teams win the winter. You know, the the sexy moves and everything that comes along with signing the big names that turns out to nothing. But this type of talent you cannot ignore when you have the ability and the resources to go out there and get it. You have to put the effort in, considering that you're not leaning way too much one way, meaning on the offensive side, but you're balancing things out knowing that you came up short on the pitching side. Jose, gracias por estar con nosotros. Claro, claro. Mucho gusto. So you just mentioned how hard the, the taste that the Dodgers left in fans' mouths the last two years. You just oh, mentioned yeah. that. All right, so with this big acquisition, a billion dollars spent on players this winter, what is the minimum that the Dodgers can do this upcoming season where you feel like, all right, we're in the right, we're in a right groove? Because it can't be just making the postseason. Absolutely not. And, um, you know, with or without these guys, the, the key is always to go out there and be the last team standing in October. And you want to have that trophy. You want to be out there and take that big picture with your teammates and celebrate, right? 
in baseball, so many things happen in the long season. You know, uh, people talk about the six-month season. Well, it, it goes beyond that. I mean, you have a month and a half of spring training, so, mm-hmm. so things start happening. And you got to gel together as a team. But when you have this kind of talent together and the mentality and the drive that they have had through, you know, the Dodgers' history pretty much, there's never been, there's never been like a settlement for the Dodgers. Just to, okay, we're just good enough. No, this has always been winning, right? Mm-hmm. They obviously, everybody's thinking, well, they got to win the World Series. You know what? That is the goal for them and for many other teams. But you got to get it done on the field. Mm-hmm. Anything short of that, when you have this much spending and this type of talent, of course, it's going to be a disappointment. But at least everybody starts from the same spot, ground level, step one on the ladder. But for there's no doubt that they know they need to get through just getting to the postseason. They need to go out there and be playing and be the last team standing, as I said before, in mm-hmm. October. Mm-hmm. Now, Jose- oh, November now. November, yeah. Yeah, yeah into November. <laughs> now, Jose, you spent time in Japan covering both Otani and Yamamoto during the WBC this year. So give us, like, U.S. fans an idea of, like, the hype and the respect that Yamamoto and Otani have for the game, but also for winning, being a winning See? culture. Yeah, Alex, you always do your homework. I know. I remember we were talking, and you asked me if I was coming down to Miami. Remember that? Yeah. Like, no, I'm done because I know you and Ben were uh, yeah, quite yeah, busy yeah. out there. With, yeah, quite busy. Um, here's before I went to Japan for the World Baseball Classic. Obviously, I knew what I was going to see out of Otani in in some degree or level. What I saw from him was beyond anything I expected, and just the way he carried the flag. He put the weight of an entire country on his shoulders, and he put on a show. I mean, he put on a magnificent show for people to go, you haven't seen me play in so many years because I've been in the U.S. Here's who I am today. And when Shohei left Hokkaido, his team in in Japan, and came to the U.S., he put it in front of himself and challenged himself to say, I need to become the best that there is in me. And with all that, Alex, and you saw it too, there were some injuries and, and some failures. But he carried everything that was expected from the way he interacted with the fans in Japan, the way he hung out in the hotel lobby, the way he approached the fans in the ballpark. Uh, Batting practice was quite a spectacle from the show that he put on to people watching him not only throw a bullpen all very well, but then, oh, he's got to hit BP now, and it was pretty much awesome. Broadcasting the games over there when he was pitching was tough, and I told Shohei this because – they go silent between pitches. Mm. So, you know, in the U.S., you used to like the yeah, cheering. That was this so that. crazy. <laughs> they go silent out of respect to the player's concentration. It's like a, it's like a golf gallery, right? Mm-hmm. And then they applaud or they like oohs and ahs when they see the speed, right? Same thing when they're hitting. All these big stars are just revered like that in Japan. On Yamamoto, before I went to Japan, I was asking some scouts and people around baseball, and they're talking about, have you seen the pitching for Team Samurai Japan? I'm like, yes, I have. I've seen the names. I've done the video research. And they're like, that is as filthy as they come. And it was Shohei, Sasaki, and Yamamoto. Sasaki is a 21-year-old guy that's pretty much <laughs> knocking on the door, too, but he's got a few years ahead of him before yeah. he can be posted. But Yamamoto, people say, just watch him pitch and just think about a combination of Roger Clemens, Pedro Martinez, uh, Mike Messina, put all together in one. 
and you're going to Justin Verlander, and you're going to get this guy from pitching from '91 to '95 or '90. 96 to 98 with command, with devastating splitter, with a slow curve, which Shohei had when he came from Japan, and then eventually it disappeared. Yeah. And then to the way he attacks his own. So this guy is a premier package who has backed it up by winning MVPs in Japan and being the most outstanding pitcher twice to throw no hitters, to just dominating and making a lot of players in the batter's box feel very uncomfortable. Hopefully, it'll transition well into the U.S. I'm a big fan of keeping these guys on their schedule that they had in Japan, pitching once a week until they get adjusted, not yeah. to push it. But for sure, Alex, you know quite well, you too, that they are going to go through the changes of the baseballs are different, the mounds are different, the yeah. dirt's different, and, and so many things. But expect big things for this guy because stuff-wise, uh, there's probably not, 10 guys in the big leagues that have the kind of stuff. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, he dominated the MPB. He had under a oh. two ERA the last three years. He threw 171 innings last year with a 1.16 ERA. Like, he is a power pitcher. He might not look like a power pitcher, but his stuff is one of power. But as you mentioned, the transition is never easy for these guys. It is a complete culture shock. We watched this with Otani coming to the Angels. So how big of an impact, and, and was it the biggest impact, Otani is the main, re, a big reason that he decided to come to the Dodgers. Um, Otani's big, but the big dollars are more important. <laughs> yeah. But Shohei, at least, is now a, a reference point to, to a lot of these guys. Yeah. In terms of how did you do it and how did you adjust, okay? So you remember spring training 2018, Alex. That was horrific. Yeah. Okay? That was painful. Shohei couldn't pitch. Shohei couldn't grip a baseball. Shohei couldn't hit. And we're all going, what is going on? And Shohei's mind and the people around were like, no, no, no. He's just getting ready for the season. Don't worry about it. The adjustment that Yamamoto and the other guys are going to need to make, you know what? He's a resource and name Shohei Otani. And not, not only with the Dodgers, but there's other Japanese players asking, how did Shohei, what did you do? What was, the, what, what was the turning point for you? And what are the main things that you adjusted to to make sure that you played your game and, and got it to the next level? Yeah. So what a better resource to say, hey, what can I do that, that I can forget about that over there and bring here? to make it a lot easier because you're brought here to win. The yeah. Dodgers have nothing guaranteed. Mm-mm. Nothing guaranteed. It's only on paper. But they know there's also more of a bullseye on them, knowing that they're mm-hmm. the reason why the expectations just are going through the roof. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun to watch this year. Jose, thank you so much for joining us, giving us that insight into these Japanese mm-hmm. players and Dodgers baseball. I appreciate you so much. I miss you so much. I can't wait to see you at Dodgers Stadium this season. And I hope you have a wonderful holiday with the family. You too. All the same to both of you. And again, arigato gozaimasu. Sayonara. <laughs> Goodbye. Adios. Ciao. Thank you, Jose. <laughs> Bye. Oh. It's, I mean, it's so crazy because you forget. It's like language barrier. Oh, um, yeah. The game's different. The mound's different. The ball feels different. Everything's a little different. And he was up close and personal to a player that here in America, people are like, you gave how much money to a guy who's never pitched one 
So Ball you have to be League patient baseball? for a little bit of an adjustment period <laughs> in spring training. Just remember that. Be patient. Uh, guys, thank you so much for uh, joining us. Shortly after the show, our podcast is going to be going up. If you missed any of today's show, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast. Alex and I will also retweet it, so don't you worry. So follow us, follow the show, rate, review the podcast. Again, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast. You'll see the show posted right after we get off the air. Because it's been such a fun, packed show. We had so many guests we today. So, so we went on zero to three guests. We've Real covered fast. everything. Real everything. Fast. We All even right. covered hockey with the do's and don'ts. Yeah. The avalanche. Oh, snap. We did. We I was like, what are you talking all? about? Yeah. Okay. We're going to take one more break here when we come back. Monty and I are giving our NFL picks. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Rudolph under center. Najee the lone setback. Najee gets the call. Najee fights his way to the goal line. Touchdown, Pittsburgh Steelers. Najee Harris, his fifth of the year, and the party is on at Akershore. In case you missed it, it was Najee Harris all on the Steelers radio (laughs) network. They have been all over the Bengals at home, 21-0. There's still a whole half, but it is 21-0. It's a beatdown. Yeah. That was your progressive play of the day brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive, make bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Happy Christmas weekend. We're like... I'm like dancing to the Christmas music now. Have you watched Christmas movies yet? Do you have a favorite yes. Christmas movie? Yes, uh, Jingle All the Way. What? With Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, Elf. I am 100% no. out. Next would be Santa Claus. No. Jingle all the way is good. Oh. No. We're going to take a poll. Yeah. Elf. 
I mean, it's Elf. Uh, I probably watched that like two hundred times. Oh wow, you yeah, watched no, no, that no, no. one hundred and ninety-eight more times than I have. Oh stop! All right, <laughs> it's time for some NFL game picks. Producer Brandon, <laughs> lead us through. All right, so the biggest game of the week is going to be the Ravens at the 49ers. The 49ers are favored by five and a half, but I know we got to get to last week's uh, first. I forgot. Okay. 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 So last week, uh, Alex, you went two and two. So Monty, you went three and one. I can never trust the Broncos. That's right. I will never trust the Broncos again. <laughs> Ever. Ever. You just have to go when you don't trust them. No. Like, you know? <laughs> no. Okay. Ravens at 49ers. This should be a good one. Ravens, six and one on the road. 49ers are on the longest active win streak in the league with six wins. And they've won all six of those games by 10 points. Um, I'm going to go with the 49ers here. You know, I think they have two possible MVPs on that roster. Five and one at home this season. Better full complete team. Yeah. Sorry to the boyfriend. I'm taking the 49ers. Oh, is he a Ravens fan? A big Ravens fan. Huge. Huge. All right. All right, moving forward, we have the, uh, what I like to call the battle of the mid, uh, the Cowboys at the (laughs) Dolphins. Uh, The Dolphins are favored by one and a half in this game. I'm actually going to take the Cowboys on this one. I think they're going to bounce back. I think they're mad. And um, again, the Dolphins are a bit banged up. As much as you want to tell me they're not, they're banged up. I'm going to take the Cowboys. I'm taking the Dolphins. Cowboys are bad on the road. They're three and four. All four of their losses have been on the road. It's like 80 degrees in Miami. I love it. Six and one at home. (laughs) It's looking like they're getting Tyreek Hill back. End of the day, I uh, I trust Tua McDaniels more. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We have the Battle of Florida next. We got the Jaguars at the Buccaneers. Buccaneers favored by one and a half and on a roll with Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Alex, who you got? I'm going to take the Bucks here because Baker Mayfield has been on a roll this like last three <laughs> games. Eight touchdowns, one interception. He had a perfect passer rating he last did. weekend against the Packers, a 158.3 passer rating. And you know what? Trevor Lawrence, obviously, I, <laughs> even if he plays, I, this kid has just been pushing through every single like what you think is going to be an end of a season injury. I'm taking the Bucks. I'm taking the Jags because they need it more. They need ah. the win more. All right. Taking Jags. One more. All right. Let's go to an NFC North matchup. Shout out Carmen Vitali. We got yeah. the Lions favored by three on the road against the Vikings. Monty, who you got? Easy. I'm going to take the Lions. Yep. I am also taking yeah. the Lions. Because yeah. if the Lions beat the Vikings, they clinch their playoff spot, win the division. Feels like the Lions here to finally win their first playoff game since 91. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long time. This is going to be fun. It is. You guys, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Have fun this weekend. Thank you for spending your Saturday afternoon with us. Have a fun and safe Christmas. We'll see you next week. Same time, same place. That's right. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.